sure that they, there were more than four downs run, so they may have See, run five downs. Instead of the game being over, it appears that the Redskins get the fifth down. And the cat is elusive. He's brought walking. The cat. He's walking to the three. He's at the two. Fielding the cat runs into the end zone. That is a touchdown. Snap, placement, kick by Hartley, and it is. It is good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Pigs have flown. Hell is frozen over. The Saints are on their way to the Super Bowl. Welcome to the fifth down, brought to you by the Enemy of the Good Podcast Network. I'm the captain. I'm Tootsie. All right, people. Welcome back. State of the Division, Episode 2. Tonight, we're going to tackle the AFC North. Pretty competitive division. Probably the most competitive division in football this coming year. I'll go ahead or and this say. this past year. But not really sure how it's going to play out this year. I mean, it's, you got three. It's playoff. lining up to be there. It's again. lining up to be it. Um, let, let's do a quick breakdown on who won what and how. All right, so top of the division were the Steelers last year with 12 and 4. Um, the Ravens and the Browns are both 11 and 5, and the Bengals ended at 4 and 11 uh, through no fault of the team itself, just injuries, honestly. Yeah, and so, I mean, you had three playoff Yeah, three playoff three teams. Three playoff teams from this division. So the Steelers, the Steelers won the division. Right. And the Ravens and Browns both snuck in. Okay, wild card. Yeah, okay. yeah they both snuck into the wild card uh, with the Colts. Now, they almost missed out. In fact, uh, the edge out. They just beat out Miami. Miami was because it was like some Miami, the Browns and the Ravens and the Colts were just kind of like it was going to be some combination of them. But it came down to the last games of the last week of the season. So. Right. It was a very competitive division. Uh, when you're talking about three teams in a seven-team playoff, you're doing pretty well. Right. Uh, so we're going to start with the division champs, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Finished with a 12-4 record. Um, lost out to the Browns in the first, first round, in the division round. Yeah. It was just a, a really rough year for the Steelers. You know, Big Ben was on the verge of retiring. I think everybody was thought he probably was. Um, for the majority of the season, they were like undefeated, right? Yeah, they were. They, they, were, the, they, they went, were doing well. They they yeah. were they were playing good football. They were winning a lot of close games, and they were undefeated. I remember talking about this last season, saying that they were a product of their schedule. And yes. that's why they were yes. able to keep the wins going and everything else, because they played the right teams at the right time. And I disagreed, but you ended up being right on that. So Boom! You heard him, folks. Yeah, the captain was right once in his life. Once. Shh. Right, anyway, you heard it first. Tootsie agreed that I was right. They were a product of their schedule. They won the right games. They won the games they were supposed to win because they played those teams at the right time before they got hot, before anything else happened. Um you know, they finished out 12 and 4. I'm going to let Tutti take over right now. They finished out 12 and 4. Um, so here's where they're going into free agency. Um, they end up losing Bud Dupree on their edge rush, which was a big, that was a big thing. Uh, but they bring in BJ Finley. And let's just let's be frank, they need to protect Roethlisberger better and open up some more rushing lanes. So their offensive line to me was probably the most. 
their biggest glaring weakness. Mm-hmm. Defense was playing well enough. Right. But that offense just couldn't get going. And, you know, um, <laughs> kind of interesting to see what they're going to do because they lost, they lost Connor. Yeah, James they lost Connor. Connor, but they brought in, uh, you know, they bring in some, some more people. I mean, it's, I've never seen Mike Tomlin put a bad team together. Um, and you had, you had JJ, you know, you bring in, uh, Rashad, uh, Coward from the Bears on the right guard spot, which is, you know, he's not, might not be in your starting rotation, but we'll see. You lose James Connor to the Cardinals. That was a big loss. Um, and, you know, you, you bring in a couple, like, uh, Kalen Ballage, they did bring in running back, but he's going to be a backup guy. I mean, you know, Ballage has had a, uh, kind of a journeyman career so far. But honestly, they didn't lose too many guys, but they did lose a couple of big names. And they've also started running back. But they came back in the draft and I think had a pretty good draft. I mean, their early picks were just spot on. They took Najee Harris first overall from Alabama, which, you know, I think Najee's going to be a, a solid running back for them. Right. He's going to fill that dual threat role pretty well. He's uh he's really in a good position to He's one of the guys who could probably come in and looking at rookie of the year maybe and threaten the quarterback's board because you're in that kind of system. Um then they go after the tight end. Uh they got Kendrick Green to show up their offensive line out of Illinois. And Dan Moore right after that from uh, A&M. And then they go linebacker, edge rusher, edge rusher, cornerback, which all of that was needed. But the fact that you picked up two really good offensive linemen in the first three rounds, along with a better running back, is going to get, keep Big Ben upright and give you some running room. Well, that, that's the key, right? Um, Big Ben. Yeah. He's the key. Um, he goes down. There's, there's, there's nobody that I can think of that's taken that much punishment. Um, you know, like he's, there's a few quarterbacks. I mean, Deshaun Watson in, in Houston was taking a pretty good beating before he, well, he yeah, but I mean, like, I don't, I don't mean it like that. Dang people. it. Phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, before all his troubles came, came to, to light. Yeah. But know? like when you're talking about guys, who um, take it, take it. It's like Brett Favre and, you know, the kind of tankishness. Yeah, yeah, I mean, ben Big, Ben's, Big Ben's been hit several times throughout his every season for his entire career. Um, the fact that he's coming back for another year is is the one that surprises me more than anything. I think he's just trying to do that Jerome Bettis thing, you know, where you come back and you, you just give it one more go. And yeah, it I, just, I just don't see it. It's year by year for him. Like, I mean, that that's fantastic and all. That's good. I just don't see it with this team that you have left. Not with the talents you have with teams like the Chargers who, believe it or not, are going to be an up-and-coming team this year. Well, I mean, it's not like, um, like look at that. Okay, first of all, their receiving core, it's one of the best in the league. Well, that that's why Roethlisberger can give it another run. But the running back situation is questionable. So you had, a, a, you know, offensive line questions. Your defense. Right, but they, know, they can address, they, can they I think still they addressed be, everything. Can they still be that constant strength that keeps you in it week to week, week in and week out? And I just don't see it because, like I'm saying, with, with teams like the Bills and the Browns all on that upward swing right now because they've been picking these teams, picking this talent for the past few years, you know, and it, it's elevated them to a new level that they're not used to being at or we're not used to even talking to them being 
at. You know what I'm saying? So I think they have a. I think I think what what I'm saying is in the long run is that you're going to see the Steelers take a step back this year. Maybe maybe still sneak into the playoffs with the, with the uh, wild card. I don't see them winning their division. I think it's going to be. I don't think they're going to win the division this year either, but I do see them getting the wild card. I think they're going to end right around 10 and 10 and 7, 11 and 11 and 6. I'll, I'll go 11 and 6, but I don't think that's going to be enough to. I, I think it's going to be to get a, a wild card spot, but this is going to, I think this is an entire division that you know, I believe could be above 10 wins. You know, no, I'm going to take that back. I'm going to go 10 and 7. You're going to go 10 and 7. I'm going to go 10 and 7. All right. I'll be the optimist and say 11 and 6. Just because I like Mike Tomlin and you hate him. I do hate Mike Tomlin, but. You know, if, if we get Mike Tomlin and Aaron Rodgers on the same team. Oh, my God. That'd be perfect. I, I just, I would know what jersey to buy you every year. It would be the most hated team ever. Yeah, I would buy you the Rodgers jersey and, and like the Tomlin uh, hat. His little visor. You know, wear. you know what? I'd wear it. You. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> All right. So let, let's go on to the Ravens. Going to the Ravens. Okay. Ravens last year, 11 and 5, right? Snuck into the playoffs. Snuck into the playoffs. A team with, you know, probably the most mobile quarterback in the NFL, in Lamar Jackson. Which is, to me, their downfall. It was their downfall because they seem to have forgotten that they have one of the best tight ends in the league. And uh, it. Take it away, Captain. No, I mean, look, when, when you have to rely on your quarterback to be your running back and your quarterback, you're putting too much on his plate. Well, it's right? not like they didn't have any running backs either. No, but they didn't really use them. Right. Well, I mean, look, Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins, uh, and, of course, Mark Ingram. And He's now gone. I think yeah. he's with the Texans. So now it's going to be in Dobbins' hands, which is good. Gus Edwards is a great backup. I'm not, uh, Justice Hill's not, not bad at all. But I'm not saying those are bad running backs. I'm saying that. Their game plan is bad. Like, oh, I know. Ball I know. needs to they, go back need, to the drawing board to, on this thing. They need to go back in the throwing mode. And I think, look, you got Sammy Watkins, Rashad Bateman, and then uh, you're bringing back, of course, Mark Andrews, who's arguably next to Travis Kelsey, the best tight end in the league. Mm, Kittle. Mm. Mm, Kittle. I, I'd say, let's see what happens with those three, right? I, I mean, it's hard to. It's Kittle, hard to. Kittle. Okay. I'll say Andrews is better than Kittle, but whatever. No. They just forgot he existed last year because if, if, if I'm, it was just if, if I'm at, disgusting. If I'm in fantasy football and I'm choosing my tight end at this exact moment, and I'm forced to at this point, and all three of their all three are available: Kittle, Kelsey, and Andrews. I'm still going with Kittle. Okay, I'll just take a a tight end who's tied to a better quarterback right now. All right, so like I said, Kittle, because right now Andrews is tied to a better running back. Okay, Lamar Jackson is not a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. Lamar Jackson's a better running back than Jimmy Garoppolo. Passer. Yeah, you heard heard what I said. Justify. You heard what I said. Okay. Because if they're going to treat him like he's a running back, they're not going to rely on the passing game, which is what a quarterback does. He drops back and passes the ball. Then he is a running back who takes the snap. Like Michael Vick? He's, yeah. I would argue he's more accurate than Michael Vick was at this point in his career. Yeah, well, Michael Vick was more successful 
in reality of his whole career. Yeah, but in the first couple of years, he didn't make it to the playoffs his first two years. Okay, but he also started. I mean, look at look at the state of the AFC at the point when he took over, when he came in, right? You had the you had the Patriots at the top. That was it. Mm-hmm. You had the Steelers and the Steelers. Okay, Browns and the Bengals were still Browns and Bengals still in the toilet. Um, the winning, you know. Well, the Browns they just came. AFC. They, they just came off one of their first winning seasons of forever. It was it was a very weak AFC, who has now elevated themselves as being probably a more competitive division. You know, more more competitive conference at all is in the AFC right now. When a few oh, years back, sure. when for Lamar sure. Jackson came into the league, it wasn't that way. So, uh, ten wins was able to get them into the playoffs. Well, I mean, like here's another thing too is. They needed a little better offensive line, and they need more weapons in the in the passing game. So I think what Baltimore did is they they addressed a lot of it. And I mean, you 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 bring in um, Jawan James on right tackle and Kevin Zeitler a right guard from the Broncos and Giants, respectively. Right. You bring in Sammy Watkins in the receiving core, which is an immediate upgrade for them. Uh, you lose Willie Sneed, but he was just kind of a non-factor for most of the year. You lose Mark Ingram again, but you've still got J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards, two two young guys who are more than capable of bringing you what you need. You bring in Josh Oliver uh, as a secondary tight end from the Jags. Not a bad pickup there. Uh-oh. Otherwise, it's just uh, a little bit, but I think their draft is kind of where Baltimore really picked it up. And look, Baltimore went in a very, I think of all the teams in this division, they did the best job at filling the holes because they want to get back to that Super Bowl. And Yeah, but I just don't see them having the ability to. Well, look, they drafted. They drafted. I'm not a fan of Lamar Jackson, and that, that's, that's the biggest fine. problem. Because to me, to in the in the way the league is shaped up now, Lamar this, Jackson or Aaron Rodgers? Huh? I'm making you choose Lamar Jackson or Aaron Rodgers. Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, in, in the way that this yes. is set up. Yes, I'm taking Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Okay, and and what I mean by that is the NFL is a quarterback friendly place. Okay, they allow you to sit back in the pocket if a defender comes at you the wrong way and looks at you too hard. You just be you just got a 15 yard penalty. Okay, you don't have to break out and run as soon as your pocket starts to close. You set yourself up to fumble the ball, to make bad decisions, to 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 do it. Just sit back in the pack in the pocket. Every now and then, you do have to take a sack. You know, you don't have to try to make it something, lose 15 yards because you're running backwards. Right. Take your sack and, and move on to the next play. And you might get to draw a penalty because someone touched your helmet or someone looked at you too hard. I mean. The way that the league is set up right now, quarterbacks are so babied that you don't have to be this guy who's going to break out the pocket and run. Yeah, through. and I think that's going to be have to his biggest improvement. So what the, the Ravens did, and I think that was another good thing, was when they got to the draft, they decided to you know trade with the Chiefs. Um, they sent Orlando Brown, their offensive lineman, there to the Chiefs. They get another first round pick. They use it on Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota. He gives them another wide receiving threat. And 
you know, last their last pick in the draft, they end up drafting a fullback. So that gives them an actual fullback that they need because Lamar Jackson's so mobile. And like you said, you know, it, it, we'll see what happens with Jackson, but he's one of those guys, to me, he will have to prove and improve his passing to, I, to make that team a playoff team again. I still stick with what I said before. One hit and his career is done. I mean, you saw it with Robert I, Griffin III. Yeah, but I, I don't think and, he's as fragile as Robert Griffin III. I think he's better than Cam uh, at this point in his career. And I think he's better than Michael Vick was at this point in his career, which is I just you know, his third, coming into his third year. I, so, I mean, that, that's, that's cool. You, you see it your way. I see it mine. I, I just don't see Lamar Jackson as a future in the uh, AFC. That's fine. And then Baltimore wraps it up. You know, they get uh, a couple of edge rushers, a guard, another wide receiver, defensive back. I mean, they, they had a overall really good uh, – I think the Ravens had a really good offseason, and I think you're going to see them. I am going to go ahead and say that they end up at that 12-win mark. Um, gonna, I haven't fallen around the same time with the Steelers, actually, like 10-7. and 7. I, think, um, I think the Ravens are going to— I see it 10-7. and 7. I see the, the Ravens and the Browns. That's the two teams that can win that division. I think the Steelers end up in the wild card this year. And then next we go to the captain's favorite team, the Cleveland Browns. Okay, my second favorite team. Because well, you your know, favorite AFC. Who that through and through. But your favorite AFC. Yeah, there you go. All right. So yeah, the Browns. Uh finished eleven and five. Got another wild card. Um won some games. Made it all the way to the AFC. I mean the uh the divisional round against uh, Kansas City, who they had on the ropes um, pretty much for the most of the game. And then they, Kansas City did what Kansas City did, come back and beat them. But, you know, going from where they were at to not having a winning record to being where they are now, you know, winning season, playoff team, I don't think that was a flash in the pan. I think this is something you get to see that's going to increase and they're just going to get better because they've, Finally got a coach in there that can do the right thing with Kevin Stefanski. They, they, they're using their players the right way. They're, they're adding on pieces instead of losing pieces. So the well, Browns, like, are, Browns are like a team that people want to go to now, not just because they, they can make money, but because they actually have a chance at winning a, uh, winning a title. You know? And I think they, they made some good moves. I mean, look, they bring in Jadavian Clowney to – Show up that edge rush from the Titans. Um, they lose Sheldon Rank. They lose Sheldon Richardson, which was a big loss for them. Right. But you know you can't keep everybody, so they bring in Malik Jackson from the Eagles. I think both. I think Terrence Mitchell was probably the biggest loss for them in, in that backfield at cornerback. And they end up bringing in Troy Hill though from the Rams. So you know it's kind of a wash there. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, they didn't have to improve much, but a little more protection for Baker never hurt. No. And, and, and actually, you get OBJ back. I mean, honestly. And then hopefully we get to see another full season with him. I really want Odell to get, to get another full season. I just, there's no player to me that has had less control over his career than Odell. 
right? Guy, guy came out on a busted leg. Rookie of the year performance. And, you know, he's just, he's been plagued with injuries throughout his career. And, you know, he's in a good spot now where he doesn't have to be the guy. And he got banged up again last year. So the, the, the problem with Odell is he needs to recognize that, that he doesn't need to be the guy. He needs to, he needs to find a way to be unselfish. And I, I saw this last year when he finally, when he went down was when the Browns started to improve their game plan. They started playing right because mm-hmm. they weren't trying to force that ball into him anymore. Well, now it's and like, that's ba- what concerns ba- me about him. Yeah. And then Baker, you know, is going to be, again, I don't think we've seen the best of Baker Mayfield. I think his best football is, is, is ahead of him. And I, I just, the Browns to me, if there was a team that could get to 13 wins in this division. See, I have them at, I have them at 11 to 12. I don't have I wanna, 13. I want to give them 13, but I'm going to give them 12. I think you're right. Yeah, I, think, I have them 11 to 12. I think both the Ravens and the Browns could be at 13 wins, but I only think one of them will get there. I think one of those two teams is going to get to 13 wins. I don't know which. Yeah. I mean, if you look at their, their draft picks too, you know, they, they ended up, they ended up going a little bit more defense uh, at the beginning because they got Greg Newsom out of Northwestern cornerback. Then they get uh, Oswa Owusu uh, uh, Koromora. Mm-hmm. God bless you. Shush. Owusu Koromoa out of Notre Dame in the linebacking position. Then, you know, they go wide receiver uh, from was, Auburn. Koromora was actually someone I was hoping the Saints would. I know he was he was, he was up there too on my, on my draft board, and that he made it to the second round. I mean, this draft was weird because you had a lot of guys who sat out. Yeah, and you had you had a lot of stack, and you had a lot of teams that didn't play a full season. Yeah, so it was hard to say who was going to do what and make it where. Yeah, it was a lot a lot harder. Um, so they ended up getting an offensive uh, tackle out of Cincinnati, defensive tackle, linebacker, safety. So they really kind of focused on on the defense more which is probably where they needed the most improvement, to be honest. But if you look at Cleveland's, you know, offensive death chart, I mean, these guys still have a fantasy football team as their offense. Yeah. Right? You got Nick Chubb. You got Kareem Hunt. You got Odell Beckham. You got Jarvis Landry. You got Rashad Higgins. You got Austin Hooper. You know, he didn't even showcase everything he had last year. And you've just got all these guys. Miles Garrett is still quarterback in that defense. Right, Malik Jackson, Jadavian Clowney. I mean, this is going to be a, a, they squad. Got a squad. This That's is, this saying. is a That's, squad. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw a complete flip in what you would normally think of in the AFC, and you see the Browns and the Bills, or the Pat, Browns and the Chiefs, yeah, headed to the AFC Championship game this year. I would not be surprised whatsoever. And yeah, I said it. Browns to the AFC Championship game. I I I would like to see Browns Bills. I think that'd be pretty awesome. I mean, I, I think you're going to see it. I, I still think Kansas City is probably the team to beat in the AFC, but oh, they without are a beatable doubt. without a doubt. But they, yeah, you're right. They're very beatable. And yeah, it's Mahomes all about, was hurt, but Tampa showed how to beat him. Well, it's all about pass rush. Pressure. It's all about figuring out and, how to get to them this year. The Browns because, have I mean, the pass rush. Well, KFC actually gets. gets you just KFC. say KFC. <laughs> <laughs> Got him fat. Um, 
Kansas City actually gets back some of their offensive line that they lost last year due to COVID protocol and whatnot because they had the doctor who left the offensive line to go do his job and, and oh, yeah, be, a, that's be true, a doctor, huh? doctor. So, I mean, you, you actually have some people coming back that you didn't have before, but I don't know if that's going to be enough to shore up that offensive line because they really didn't do a whole lot to it in the offseason. Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, Cleveland's going to be a fun team to watch. This whole division is going to be fun. I am, I am ready for this, this, this division. So, um, so yeah, that's going to bring us. So, I think. so I have them at eleven and six. Uh, I'll, and have, I'll have winning to go that twelve division, and five. Winning that division, I got to go twelve and, six. and five. Okay, yeah, I'm just, I, I've got to say that because I'm very, very bullish on this team. And then last, but okay, least in yeah, this it division. Yeah, it is least, but not, last not, not least, Jets least. Uh, we have the Bengals. Yep. Um, finished out last year four and eleven. Um, very disappointing year per se. I mean, they improved on last year on the previous they finished year's strong, win total. Though. They finished very um, strong. And that without team pulled, Joe Burrow, that, I say the team pulled together without Joe Burrow. So you do get him back. Um, and in the draft first round pick, they brought in Jamar Chase, which was losing AJ Green. You that's who I said the they would core. do because. To me, teaming him up back with Joe Burrow, that's going to be yep. good to see. You know, auto, you know, automatic in sync with your quarterback. And again, receivers. that's the same thing with, with Tua and Jalen Waddle. Right. Same, same dynamic. Have, you're bringing in a guy who already has a rapport with your quarterback. You're losing A.J. Green, which, you know, he wasn't happy there. So or healthy a, there. So I mean, or healthy. So that's a, it, that team was on his shoulders for a long time. And if I'm, and, you know, he deserves a chance to move on and good for him. You know, I hope he's, I hope he can be healthy with the Cardinals. And that's where he ended up at. Yeah. He's, he's in the Cardinals and, uh, Cardinals are taking a lot of washed up players to try to make something out of them. But I mean, they bought in JJ Watt, who's at the end of his career. They bought in AJ Green at the end of his career. They bought in James Conner, who had a very lackluster season last year. So that's, you know, a lot of, a lot of has beens or, or maybe never was as, you know, that they're bringing in. Maybe it'll do something. I don't know. For the Cardinals. So, yeah, if you're going to go into the Cardinals, then, you know, you got Larry Fitzgerald, who may be retiring this year. It hasn't been official, but I mean, the guy's been in the league for 17 years. He's been a solid receiver. I mean, he may give it another go, I, I, especially I with what they've done get, so yeah, far in the, I mean, uh, offseason. So. You got Kyler Murray and a young guy in, in the quarterback position, but we'll get more to them when we get to NFC. Um, going back to the Bengals. So, you bring in uh, Riley Reef from the Vikings at left tackle. You bring in Ricardo Allen from the Falcons at safety. Um, you bring in um, Mike Hilton at cornerback from from Pittsburgh. You know they they have made a lot of upgrades and they've made all the right moves. I think for a team um, that way, they bring in uh, Awize. I think that's how you say it. Shadobe Awize. Awuzi? Mm. I think it's a. There was a lot of hard names in the draft this year. No. <laughs> no, but they brought from the Cowboys cornerback. He's really good guy. I mean, shit, seven and a half million a year. And they bring in Trey Hendrickson. Uh, they, they traded us for him. So. But look, they made moves. They I made mean, a lot of moves. A lot of moves. It, it, it's not enough to really bring them. 
you know, into the playoff talk. No, but it's it's enough but to bring him into to a winning him season. Into, yeah, exactly. To middle of the road. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I think the they're gonna I think they're gonna end up with something that can be happening in a few years. But look, down you get Lamar Jackson, you get another offensive tackle with Jackson uh Carmen in the second round, right? You get two edge rushers, another linebacker in uh Tyler Shelvin from LSU, Dante Smith, tackle from East Christian, but it, it's just a you have a team that came back and I think is making all the right moves they need to make. And you get a healthy, we'll get to see a healthy Joe Burrow. So I don't know what that's going to look like. I'm well, hoping it looks as good in the pros as he did in his first. It's like maybe the, the two games before he got hurt, he was really starting to kind of catch his stride. And the way that team cohesed at the end of the season. And yeah. they they put together some really strong games, and I think they won like three of their four wins came on that back end of the season. And just to to see them really to do that without without Joe Burrow was awesome. And here's here comes the guy coming back in, right? So you still got Joe Mixon at running back, who's going to give you all that you need, right? You got a few guys behind him. Um, most notably probably is going to be Samaje Piran, who never really had a chance to shine mm-hmm. uh, when he was at Washington. So it'll be a good change of pace. But look, you got Tyler Boyd, you got T. Higgins, right? You're gonna have Jamar Chase. You're you're John Ross, who's one of the speed demons in the NFL, right? You you've got a really solid group of guys on offense and a pretty you know a, a good enough defense that's for sure well i mean what they what they were missing and what they've been missing for a while is a leader right so hopefully joe burrow can stay healthy and he can be that leader on the field and i, I never really had a big hopes for him last year because of covid protocol and the way that the offseason took place like rookie quarterbacks and new coaches were not favorable to do things, right? So I'm hoping that this year with a full training camp and a full, you know, offseason, OTAs, all of these things, actually having some wild card games, you know, doing it the right way, I feel like you actually have a chance of Joe Burrow melding with his team. And, you know, especially with the rapport he already has with Jamar Chase. You know, hopefully that can bleed off into other receivers and they can figure it out. Um, I, I got them fill it, finish in the middle of the pack, you know, eight and nine, nine and eight, somewhere around there. They might have enough to get there. We don't know. Yet. I, I think it's going to be just so hard in that division. And that's the thing. Well, I mean, like I said, I don't think they're going to make the, now, the I playoffs. Think, I don't I think, think they're going to make a, a splash in the division. This team, but, if they can keep the building, when Big Ben retires, I think they become a more contentious team. Hold off on that because you really need to see if the if the Browns and the Ravens can fall off before you start giving that. I know, but I'm that's just the saying part. Like, that's it's I mean, so tough. We we dealt with that a lot in the in the NFC South. You know, it was a, it was a yeah, but like it was a division for the years, longest time where years. you did not have a repeat champion. You know, it always flip flopped and it changed. And you may have you may see this coming again yeah, the same dynamic yeah. and with this division where it's a different team every year winning the division you know the last four years i think the saints finally took over and started winning that division on a solid i know three in a row maybe might be four i think it was row. three in a row um 
you know, but it, it took a while before one team became dominant. And now you're going to see the Saints take a step back with losing Drew Brees. So, yes, that quarterback can make a difference. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we'll get to that. We'll get to the NFC South, which will be our last state of the division because, you know what? Hometown. That's right. Um, so that, but, you know, that's that's neither here nor there. And we're looking at the, the, the AFC North is, is going to be the most competitive division of football, I'm going to call it. And, and I think we're in agreement in agreement that it's the Browns, then the Steelers, and the Ravens, and then the Bengals. I'm going to say Brown, Ravens, Steelers, Bengals. Okay. I think, I think the Steelers and the Ravens are interchangeable at this point. I think the Ravens are gonna are gonna come on top of the Steelers this year because I just they made better moves to me. But you and still may see three of these teams in the playoffs again. It's very possible. In fact, I'd probably if I don't see two, I would be very surprised. Yeah. But that's well, all we have for you tonight, folks, on the state of the division of the AFC North Point on the compass. And we will see you for the next one. Deuces.